At Speedway, we know a fresh start to your morning needs a fresh cup of coffee. And a big boost of energy needs a big cup of coffee. So we've got fresh coffee all day long, ready for the brewing. We've got hot coffee, iced coffee, cream and sugar and all the good stuff coffee. Fresh coffee made how you want it, when you want it. And not a second before. Because the best time for coffee is right when you say it is. Grab yours from Speedway. And right now, get two times the points when you buy any coffee drink with Speedy Rewards. If you find the real estate market stressful, confusing, and complicated, then you've come to the right place. Stay tuned as Randy and his expert guests dispel the myths and give you a dose of reality. It's Real Estate Revealed. And here's your host, Chicagoland's premier home appraiser, Randy Barcella. A very enthusiastic and exciting welcome to Real Estate Revealed, and I am Randy Barcella. It is always a joy for me to be with you every Sunday morning. I am happy that you tuned in. Today's special show, the turbulent road between load commitment and closing out. Well, we've got the president of Commercial Lending X. Yeah, Brad Hedick. Let us know about that. Also, realtor safety tips. This is really great. Um, and in studio is the premier realtor from Caldwell Banker North Shore. Yeah, that's Paula Avenham from Highland Park. Um, also, the financial vaccine. You, you need to have this. And in studio to share with us this great news is the premier financial advisor. Yeah, that's Kimberly Thomas. And owning versus renting. What a question. That's been going on for many a year. And uh, what is the right decision for you? Stay tuned because in studio is the premier mortgage loan consultant from the Loan Depot. Yeah, that's Pat Canone. Uh, Yes, we do have a packed house again today with a lot of valuable information. So get a paper and pencil ready. And don't forget, we're live, everybody. This isn't one of those recorded shows that you may hear on other uh, shows and other stations. We're live. This is your local show with your local hosts, um, 312-642-5600. Yeah, that's our phone number if you want to call in, 312-642-5600. Happy, beautiful Sunday morning, everybody. Good morning, Randy. And everybody's eyes are shutting a little bit because it was fall back last night, and we're all talking about how we didn't get a good night's sleep, but we're here today. The sun is out, and Brad Hedick, the president and owner of Commercial Lending X, the turbulent road between loan commitment and closing. Is that nerve-wracking or what? (laughs) It can be very nerve-wracking. And before I dive into it, let me just step back for a second and explain what a loan commitment is. So uh, when somebody applies for a commercial loan, oftentimes the realtors, as Paula can probably attest, are going to require a pre-approval letter if they're buying a property um, specifically. So a lot of lenders aren't big and keen on doing as in-depth the pre-approval as you guys may do, Pat, on the residential side. And that's because in the commercial world, banks don't typically underwrite or really work on a loan until there's a contract. Um, Unlike the residential world where when you contract, let me step back, unlike the residential world where it doesn't matter what property you buy if you're pre-approved, so long as the house is within that price range, it doesn't really matter the neighborhood or anything else. On the commercial side, that's not the case. The lenders underwrite that investment property actually more than they underwrite the borrower. So you can't really get a generic pre-approval letter that's going to be as sticky as a residential pre-approval is going to be. So on the commercial side, you have to be a little bit more cautious about what you get done on the pre-approval. So that's phase one. Then phase two is actually getting a term sheet from a lender. So that's where you actually do submit all your paperwork. You have a property under contract. And the bank's actually giving you the terms by which they're going to do the transaction. This is where you can do a lot of your negotiation on 
you know, do the terms work for you? Do they not work for you? But that's really where you make the decision. Let's go forward and get to a final approval with the lender. And then once you do that, you get what's called a loan commitment. And a loan commitment is what it says. It's a commitment from the bank to make that loan. But Pat, as you know, in the residential world, there aren't any commitments that are 100%. There's a lot of conditions in a loan commitment that you have to hit. And that's kind of where we hit this turbulent road. So what I always do with my customers, once we get the loan commitment, and now we got to shift from loan commitment to closing, I always have this little discussion with them where it's like, it's kind of like now you're getting on the airplane, you're flying, and sometimes a pilot's going to come across and say, hey, it's safe to take off your seatbelt and walk around the cabin. But sometimes the pilot's going to say, okay, fasten your seatbelt. It's going to get rough. Strap in. <laughs> and I guarantee, Hold on. <laughs> I guarantee every borrower that there will be rough points from commitment to closing. There's always something that comes up. I always call the commitment our Bible because once we get that commitment, it really shows everything. Any encroachments, easements, liens. And this is Paula Avenham. Uh, maybe it's a little different on the residential side because I, I don't do commercial, but um, uh, I know there's I know there's a difference. I'm not sure if it's different on how, what the commitment looks like, but I'm high five, start dancing. Once the approval's there, <laughs> so so I think you're talking a little bit more specifically about the title commitment for the real estate. I'm talking about the Just bank's loan commitment that mm-hmm. outlines the terms. So typically, after somebody gets a loan commitment, if they accept it, they're moving forward with the lender. The next thing that happens is that uh, we start to check the items off of that loan commitment. There'll be a closing checklist mm-hmm. that details what has to happen. So what are things that can come up in a closing that you got to be aware of? Well, the one that everybody talks about is appraisal, especially if you've got real estate involved. Is the property going to appraise out? So unfortunately, banks have to order their own appraisers, and you kind of get stuck with who they use. And a number of That's years... That's been a nightmare for t- 11 years. Right. And, oh, my gosh. Don't and, get me started on the Dodd-Frank bill. Yeah, so uh, in the old days when I was a banker, I could pick up the phone and talk to three appraisers and go, hey, do you know this neighborhood? Do you know this asset type? And then determine who would be the best appraiser for that property. I wasn't calling them saying I need a specific value. Correct. I was calling That's them to common say- common sense, and that should go back in the business. Yeah, I mean, I obviously, I didn't want to do loans that were going to be bad for the bank. Uh, but now there's third-party appraisal departments that order appraisals at banks. They may be internal. They may be external. And they just pull random names off the list. They don't verify what the experience is. I mean, I'll see appraisals done in very uh, small neighborhoods in the city of Chicago done by appraisers out of Rockford. Yeah, And it's like, what experience does this appraiser out of Rockford have for this property? So it can be, the appraisal situation can be challenging, especially if one comes in bad. So... On the commercial side, can a buyer waive the appraisal um, like it can on the residential side? Not that we encourage anyone, but, you know, with this market Since we had this year. Since when can you waive an appraisal on residential? This year. People were wa- waiving. I'm sorry. They were waiving the, the, the Home appraisal. Home inspection, not no, the appraisal. No, the appraisal. Yes. No, there's an wow. addendum that if the appraisal didn't... Uh, was they'll it, make up the difference between make up, the price. Right, yeah. but you, have to hit, you can't waive the no, appraisal. No, you, you have, have, have the appraisal. appraisal. You waive the I appraisal. Uh, you bought it for three fifty. The appraisal comes in at three twenty five. You're ra- you're waving it as you're like a contingency. Going yes, yeah, nice, exactly. Paula. So, Very good, Paula. But is that the same thing? Can you do that in commercial, or is that not? If it doesn't appraise out, so for a million. Uh, can they pay the difference? So certainly, you could pay the difference, and you could waive that contingency in the contract. 
but at the end of the day, you kind of get stuck with that appraised value. And the bank has to have a certified appraisal. Um, if it's under a half a million, they can do an internal valuation, but I would still say most banks are getting an appraisal. Mm-hmm. But other ri- issues you can run into are title issues, environmental issues, uh, tax transcripts. I just had an issue this week where our borrower's tax returns weren't showing up for tax transcripts. So there's a lot of other stuff that can come up trying to get to a closing. So Brad Heddock, how could somebody get a hold of you if you, they, they want to go over what types of turbulence they might run into between loan approval and closing? Certainly. Uh, best, my phone number is 630-988-4852. I'll give it to you again, 630-988-4852, or hit our website, commerciallendingx.com. My email is just brad at commerciallendingx. Fantastic. Brad Heddock, wow. And um, we've got videos and photos on Real Estate Revealed on Facebook right now. Boy, just some great topics. And speaking about great topics, moving along here, realtor safety tips. This is really something that I think we bring it up at least twice a year because there's all kinds of safety tips, especially if a woman or a man or anybody's doing an open house by themselves. You don't know what's going to happen. And, and yeah, Paula Avenham, you're the expert at this. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was Realtor Safety Month in October, uh, so we didn't touch on that. I didn't have a chance to, but I wanted to make sure I didn't miss it this year. Um, so the Realtor Safety Program resources and hot ways to avoid realtor danger zones. So the goal is to reduce the number of safety incidents so every realtor can come home safely to their family, right? And this also protects the buyers and sellers as well. Um, so let's go through some of the ways that we can you can do this. Um, when you're meeting a new client, try to meet them at the office or definitely at least somewhere um that it's in a public place, a so people have eyes on, place. on them. Yeah, you, you know, like a Starbucks yeah. or anywhere that's neutral. Um, you can also uh, download this app. So there's a bunch of apps I'm going to mention at the end of this, but you, there is one at the beginning that you could use. It's called Forewarn. So you want to get nice. you know their first and last name. You want to make sure. You know, I know it might seem like it's a little bit invasive when you ask them for their ID, but I highly okay recommend now, right? exactly. Don't worry about what you know. If they're not going to do it, then there's that's a red flag. It, it definitely don't meet somebody at a vacant home. No. Oh my gosh. Yeah, never. Especially an apartment bill. Oh my gosh. Yeah, lots of uh, lots of places that you can't, you shouldn't meet people. But for your first meeting, definitely stay somewhere neutral or okay. have them come to the office. Yeah. Make sure you see their ID, so you make sure it is actually the same person. Love it. Okay. Second, you want to share your schedule with your colleagues and your family. Let people know where you're well, going. I like that. Yeah, it's important. Um, hey, we're coming up to a quick break, and I don't want to rush Paula Avenham at all, but these are great realtor safety tips she's sharing with us. You know, we're live, everybody. Call in and talk with us, 312-642-5600, or tell a good joke. I'm Randy Barcelli, your host, and thank you so much for making us your Sunday habit. We'll be right back. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed. With Randy Parcella. And it's always so good to be with you every Sunday morning. Good morning, America. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host with Real Estate Revealed. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. And uh, thank you all so much for making us your Sunday habit. Uh, boy, it's so many years now. Without you, the audience, we would not be here week after month after year. So thank you. Keep the emails and texts and phone calls coming in. 
Um, and this is a great topic. Right before the break, Paula Evan and the premier realtor from the North Shore, Caldwell Banker, Highland Park. She's talking about realtor safety tips, and this is so important. And if you want to just repeat the cliff notes of what you said the first time, I think ask them to show ID or whatever. Yeah, talk to people. Um, so I'll run through that quickly. Yeah. So ask them to show an ID, and just uh, if they if they don't do that, if they won't comply, then I would take that as a red flag. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's one thing. Second thing, share your schedule with colleagues and friends. It's yes. really important to let people know where you're headed because if you don't come back, that's where they can you know start looking for you and trying to. Uh, make connections. So um, communicate your safety concerns. So this is great. Uh, as a realtor, you know, we have the broker's remarks that yeah. we can put in that other people don't see. If, the, For example, if there's poor phone reception, okay, that's really important. That's like our main lifeline is our phone, okay. right? So you need to let other brokers know because those, those open houses that you're going to have where you have poor reception, I do this even if I have good reception and this is, please, everyone do this. Get someone to do the open house with you. Have your Don't do preferred yeah. lender. I have a couple of preferred lenders. If they can't do an open house with me at least right, once the a loan month, officers there they're not my preferred lender anymore <laughs> because I need to be able to yes, rotate those right. between the two. And it's a win-win, right? They're going to have an opportunity to meet potential buyers. You have someone there with you. So if you do have poor reception, if you do have someone that's coming to the house and is you know, is a potential threat. You have a partner, right? So um, when you're going to show, um, you know, when people come through, also never walk, never walk in front of them. Have them walk in front of you. This is a big thing. There was an issue that happened once at a home. Uh, I believe it was in Texas, and the realtor was leading these uh, this person up. And unfor- you know, unfortunately, there was a situation where. You know, once she was in a room and he was behind her, he locked the door. So those kind of things, I'm super wow. careful about that. And again, if you have a partner with you, like a preferred lender, rotate them. It could be one of their assistants. I agree. Don't be alone. Don't yeah. be alone. <clears throat> Body system in all aspects of life is is better. Um, I've, even, I've even heard lock yourself in the bathroom, but then you're stuck and you may not have the cell phone on you. Yeah. It might be in the kitchen. And you definitely do not want to go into crawl spaces. Do not, if someone asks, oh, is there an attic and they want you to, you know, open it, open it up and go in there first. Do not do that. You are locked in. You know, if, they're, if they want to see the attic themselves, they can go. And if they're really interested in the house, they'll have Get a the home inspection. inspector. Exactly. <clears throat> so, you know, there's, there, there's ways to mitigate this. And, to and everybody, really- don't forget we're live. 312. <laughs> Six four two fifty six hundred. If you want to talk to us, three one two six four two fifty six hundred. Paula. Okay, so a couple other things is, you know, I I like to share things on social media because, uh, you know, I have great. I feel like I, I have uh, great listings, and I want people to know what's going on. However, manage how you're sharing those. When you're having an open house, don't share it publicly. Um, sometimes what I do, not sometimes, is I share it within my friends and contacts. And then after the open house, I change it to public. So people know it is available. That house, you know, is listing or I'll do friends of friends, right? So try to minimize that openness of that because that is a potential threat. Okay. So also, um, okay, this is really important. So open houses aren't, op- aren't over until they're over, right? So you want to make sure and again, you know, um, when you're walking through a house and you're starting to lock up, if you're by yourself, and I've been, I've been by myself, or I've had a lot of people come through, first of all, make sure the other um, access areas are locked. So when people have only one way to get in, 
in one way to get out, nice. right? You can't, if you have a patio door that's open, somebody could come right through and you're never going to know that they're in the house, okay? And you know what? If you're by yourself at the open house and you're in the kitchen and there's three people come in, one's talking to you, one's going up in the bedrooms, going through the drawers, looking to steal. The other one's going in the basement. Yeah. You don't know what they're doing. You don't, don't know. Don't be alone. Don't be alone. I so love that's it, Paula. the first and foremost. But if you are alone, you know, again, everywhere you go in the house, I, I have a little fanny pack that I carry with me because if I don't if I'm wearing a dress and I don't have pockets, I if I go to the bathroom, I have my phone with me. Because <laughs> I think if someone comes in and I'm in the you know, you just you never know, right? So always Always have your phone with you. And some realtors have their concealed carry license and they have something in, on their body or their purse. So sure. you never know. You never know. And then or also mace or bear spray. Yeah. Also make sure it's a great idea too, but also make sure you have a charger with you. I one time went to an open house. I, you know, I woke up. It was like 10 to, 10 to 12. I didn't charge my phone overnight. I didn't have enough time to charge it in my car. I got to the open house and my phone was on like one battery left. No, no, that's not. You have to make sure that you're prepared. You're going to be there for two hours. You have to be prepared. So there's all kinds of, you know, we take a lot of time to download these apps, you know, for fun, social media and things like that. But take it seriously when it comes to your safety. So there are some great apps that you can use. Invest in this. So there's different types. You can look on the National Association of Realtors for some information, but I'll just kind of put some out there right now. There's Forewarn, um, HomeSnap Pro, Cleared. Lifeline Response, People Smart, Safe Showings. And the one I really, really like um, that a lot of brokers have is a Century Lockbox. So there is a system on Century Lockbox. So, right, when you're entering your property, there's a 90 second, it's 90 seconds or however you, however uh, long you work it out with the, uh, with the app or the, um, the, the phone service. To have them, they'll con- you have a certain time that 90, 60 seconds or ninety seconds. Well, you'll have um, uh, you'll have to turn it off or give them the okay. That you press one, that you're okay. If you press two, then you're not safe, and yeah. then they know to send it out to the police into your contacts. So make sure you're utilizing all of these. Um, go onto the websites, and actually, uh, the National Realtors Association is working on adding something on the MLS and MRED for people to go ahead, for realtors go on and get training. You know, you can uh, have, you'll have resources for your local, wherever you're located of, you know, places to go for self-defense, um, where to get, download these apps. You know, and, some- and also too, Paula, what if it's a single mom wanting to go out looking and she's got a, a one-year-old and a three-year-old, she's got to be careful too. And yeah. I'm sure you have advice for people, not just realtors. So how could somebody get a hold of you for the advice? Yeah, I do have a lot of good advice. So if you could, uh, if you want to call me at 773-988-7341, uh, or you could email me at paula.avenum at cbrealty.com. Fantastic. Paula Avenum. And don't forget, I've got videos of everybody in the studio this morning on Facebook, Real Estate Revealed on Facebook. Uh, just some great information. Yeah, give a... Uh, uh, Paula, a call for some realtor safety tips and, and also buyer safety tips. You're, you're a single mom. You know, it's it's pretty dangerous out there, unfortunately. Uh, but speaking of great information, the financial vaccine, did you get yours? And what is it? Well, to share with us this great news is the premier financial advisor. Yeah, that's Kimberly Thomas. Kimberly, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, so, Kimberly. Good morning. How is everyone today? Fantastic. (laughs) That's how you walked in the studio. Love it. I love it. I love your attitude. So what is a financial vaccine and why do we need it? Well, we need it more than ever now. But now we first, before we even get into it, you really have to 
accept and admit that something is wrong. Just know that you need to make some changes. Uh, You didn't like what took place financially the last uh, 24 months since we've been going through COVID. So to know that there is a problem, that's the first step towards working towards a vaccine. Second thing is making sure that you have a plan to have a financial checkup at all time and have a person that you work with that you trust and has your best interest in mind to make sure that you do everything that's necessary on your checklist to make sure that you're moving towards your financial goals and objectives. A lot of people did take a hit, not only physically with some sort of cold or flu or COVID last year, but they also went through depression, which lowered their immune system. But they also went through unemployment and their finances went to shambles. And then maybe their credit score. But if they get organized and follow your plan, take your vaccine, this does not have to happen. They can protect themselves is what I'm learning from you. That is true. That is true. We can definitely put some things in place to protect ourselves the first thing that we need to do is to make sure that we have our cash reserve okay. Like years ago, the benchmark was to make sure that we had about six to eight months of cash reserve, but that I don't think is sufficient. COVID has taught us we need probably about 12 to 24 months of cash reserve. And cash reserve, years ago, we used money market mutual funds or government security mutual funds. Hey, you know what? We're coming up to a quick break. Kimberly Thomas going over some great information about how you can protect yourself against any major financial uh, occurrences. Wow, just some great information. Uh, We're coming up to a quick break. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and you are listening to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. We'll be right back with more of Kimberly Thomas. Back to the show, sure to answer your questions about the real estate market. Real Estate Revealed. With Randy Bursella. Ain't nobody leaving here. We're having a blast in the studio. It's a beautiful Sunday morning out there. I think it's going to be 63 today, 64 tomorrow, so don't count your grill out yet. Um, good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and right before the break, we were talking about, hey, did you get your financial vaccine yet? Well, in studio to share with us, as she's been, uh, really a great plan that she has for all of us is a premier financial advisor, yeah, from Chicago, Kimberly Thomas. Good morning, Kimberly. Good morning, Randy. And as we were talking before, we were talking about laying your foundation uh, for rebuilding your financial house because we're on Real Estate Revealed, and it's all about real estate and making sure that we're making smart choices with our very hard-earned dollars. Absolutely. So with uh, rebuilding and making sure that you have your financial vaccine, we want to make sure that your foundation of your financial house is secure. You know, what I just thought about this, what a great marriage you to the program because between you and Pat Canone, you can help people save more money and get the credit score up. Exactly. That's why you have this fantastic team of subject matter experts that are here for the people to make sure that we're making smart choices and we're on the answer and we're giving answers this Sunday. You know what? I'm going to tell you why you're also valuable. Once they close on the deal, they might be there for the next eight years before they move again. And what are they going to do in the meantime? Talk to you to save more money. 
And also, not only to save more money, we're going to make more money. We're going to get dollars well, like, at a I like discount. It, Kimberly. Like that. Dollars at a discount. And one way that we can get dollars at a discount is through life insurance. And I know people are like, oh, my God, life insurance. Uh, But I'm telling you, it's factual. Building your solid foundation of your financial house, you need life insurance. Life insurance. I've been hearing a lot about you were talking to me about life insurance and annuities. Life insurance and annuities can definitely help, but that life insurance product will give you that solid foundation. It'll make sure that cash reserve is intact because before we were talking about having six to nine months in your cash reserve, but you really need about 12 to 24 months. And life insurance is one way where you can build your cash reserve tax deferred. You can pull out your cash reserve tax free and you don't have to jump through hoops and hurdles to get to your cash reserve. Who wants right, to? Right, nobody's qualified, pre-qualifying you. Oh, you can't touch it. Your credit score is 550. Nope. And that's true, because if that credit score is 550, who's going to give you a loan? Nobody. Your mom won't even give you a loan at a credit score <laughs> I don't of 550. Know. My mom is pretty sweet. She'll do anything for me. <laughs> well, I, I think you bring up a great point, though, because a lot of the other stuff out there is like a 401k or a rollover IRA, if you pull money out between before 59 and a half, you're going to get taxed on it. Not only are you going to get taxed, but you're going to pay a penalty on that money you draw out as well. But I know with a lot of the life insurance products, you can either borrow against it at a very, very low rate, or sometimes you can even withdraw it without taxes. So that's a great concept. You can withdraw without taxes. You can withdraw it without having to pay it back. You can withdraw it without any fees. You can withdraw it without any types of situations that would uh, put you into a bad uh, situation. Uh, So... If people just use life insurance, and it's not necessarily your grandpa's life insurance, it's newer programs, it's hybrid products that are available now that will give you the opportunity to make some good choices. And then also when we're trying to protect our FICO scores, especially during the times of COVID, when people lost their jobs and they didn't know how that they were going to pay their bills, they could have borrowed from their life insurance products to pay their mortgages, to pay in, to put food on the table. Now, another thing that life insurance nowadays can do is if God forbid you get COVID life insurance can pay you without dying. You can get life insurance if you get sick, hurt, or can't work that can pay you hundreds of thousands of dollars. There's some companies that are available now where all you have to show is, oh, my goodness, I've had COVID or either I've had some type of illness that um, came about because of COVID or either I tripped and fell, broke my leg, I can't go to work. You can do something called an accelerated death benefit that will pay you hundreds of thousands of dollars right now. And you can use those dollars to do whatever it is that you choose to do. And so it's powerful. It's powerful. And people don't really understand life insurance. They think of it as life insurance as something that will only pay if you die. Mm -hmm. But it'll take care of you. It'll rebuild your FICO score. It'll give you the cash reserve. It'll also rebuild some of your investments. Um, You mentioned 401k. A lot of times people use their 401k not only to uh, retire off of, to send their kids to college, to purchase new homes, investment properties. And so they're looking for their 401k. 
to have an aggressive investment inside, like a stock or ETF or either some type of um, international fund or something. But life insurance can also be something that you can kind of... Your, your and you're taking our breath away here. We'll come to a quick break. I know she's got another minute left, but I'm not going to rush you at all. That's Kimberly Thomas, our premier financial advisor from Chicago. Hey, you're listening to the Real Estate Reveal radio show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcelor, and you're your show host. And we come back, Pat Canone, top loan officer with the Loan Depot. We'll be right back. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Parcella. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. It's not unusual to have fun with It's not unusual for us to have fun every Sunday morning. Good morning, America. And uh, what a beautiful Sunday morning. It's going to be 63 today, 64 tomorrow, Monday. Um, and we're just having a blast here, giving you some valuable information. And I, don't, I have not heard a radio show talk about this when they had a financial advisor on, but... Did you get your financial vaccine or are you going to get one? Well, we've got Kimberly Thomas in studio, the premier financial advisor. She just gave us a lot of great tips about uh, helping out and make sure you have a a year or more of reserves in the bank. And part of it is a really valuable tip about life insurance. But then Paula Avenham had a question that she wanted to ask you here in studio. Hi, Kimberly. So quick question. Um, Is there a minimum amount that someone can put in to, to do this? No. Well, actually... You can start it with as little as twenty five dollars. It wow. really it really takes small amount of money to do a life insurance policy. But you really have to make sure of the proper type, the proper kind, the proper amount. Sure. Uh, do you qualify for it? So all those things go right in line with planning to make sure that you're getting what it is that you really desire to get, and also get that outcome that you want to get. And and so people need to get a hold of you and talk to you about planning for their financial vaccine. How can they get a hold of you, Kimberly? They can go to my website, kimcointernational.com. That's K-I-M-C-O international.com and just type in their information and it'll populate for me. As well as if you want to call me, call me at 312-792-4216, 312-792-4216. Fantastic. Or else get out to the website. Yeah, realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com, realestaterevealed.com. Thank you, Kimberly Thomas. Also, owning versus renting, what's the right decision? Boy, this question's come up, I don't know, 50, 60, 100 years now. Uh, But we've got the premier mortgage loan consultant from the Loan Depot to give us some uh, really great advice on this. Pat Canone, good morning. Good morning again, Randy. Good morning, everyone. And um, must I say, uh, or I'd love to say uh, a welcome to Kimberly. Uh, it's a wonderful addition to our program. Thank you so much. So I have the riff of uh, should I rent or should I buy in my head right now? The real estate market's been very strong. Obviously, no secret out there. Thank you, Pete. The real estate market's been very strong, and because inventory levels are low, it's been more challenging to find a home to purchase. Uh, Is that correct, Paula? I mean, you're finding that as well with consumers finding it difficult to buy today? Yes, absolutely. It's still a seller's market, low inventory. And so what that's done is it's gotten individuals considering renting into their next home rather than buying. Now, there are a few factors to be considered here before making that big decision. So some of the most respected companies in our industry, like CoreLogic, Case-Shiller, Black Knight, MBS Highway, and many others, 
are forecasting that the real estate values are expected to appreciate into the foreseeable future. And you may know that in past shows, I've indicated that we are in a situation where millennials are starting to buy homes and we're uh, going through a simple supply and demand issue. There's more demand and less supply. Why is there less supply? A lot of individuals, for instance, in my age category, the tailing end of the baby boom generation, we ain't selling any longer. We used to sell more frequently and purchase homes uh, in a warmer climate, but many of us have chosen to stay up here up north. And so because there are less homes to be had, you're finding there are uh, fewer options for today's buyers. It's become really expensive to move south, too. I mean, there's so much demand down there. I mean, the homes are used to be able to get very cheaply, several hundred yeah. thousand. I mean, I think they've spent way greater price appreciation in some of those markets. I was in Florida three times this past year, and I finally met up also with Sean Thompson, our host of the real uh, AM560, The Drive Home. And I saw him yesterday at Freedom Summit. He goes, Randy, there's no stop in the values of going up. So don't wait for it to slow down like you are in Chicago because it's the location And and it's so expensive now to buy. Absolutely. So it's not just in the Chicagoland area. I went to visit my niece in Tennessee. Same thing, just as Brad indicated. But as I'm sure Kimberly will attest as well, a certain aspect of your wealth is created through real estate. And real estate has historically has still been one of the great wealth generators of this country. Definitely. I totally agree. And if you're a homeowner, you totally put yourself in a position to win. So with homeownership... I think that's probably the first thing you should aim for to do. Absolutely. And, and Absolutely. to your point, Pat, about um, millennials, uh, you know, being on the rise and the horizon for uh, purchasing homes. So basically first time home buyers, uh, they really need to get, you know, get with a broker like Pat Canone, the lender, and talk about the different options. Because I feel like they don't understand. They don't know. They're just not educated, not to their fault. Um, that you can, there's different types of uh, programs. There's 3% down, first-time home buyers, 5% down. So Absolutely. The, the common misconception, and we're here uh, on the Real Estate Revealed program to dispel myths, you don't need 20% to put down on a purchase. And that's something that if you consult with me, uh, we can take a look at your overall financial situation and see what we can do. So what's expected to happen with rents? So you're saying, okay, I'm just going to rent instead. Well, rents are expected to continue to rise by more than 5% a year. Why? Well, if that landlord's taxes have gone up, what is he or she going to do? If their insurance goes up, what is he or she going to do? Grocery prices are up. What is he or she going to do? So you, you see, you, con- you lose control of your ability to maintain or manage your monthly uh, outflow for your housing by renting rather than uh, uh, buying. Of course, if, in, if, if in, uh, inflation impacts your taxes, you're going to see that rise in the mortgage as well, but your mortgage value, for the most part, will stay fixed. So the other benefit of uh, mortgage is it but will be But we're coming up to a quick break, and oh. I don't want to rush you, Pat Canone, too. This is really great, valuable information. I'm getting an education this morning from everybody. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and you are listening to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m., and have you been out to the website lately, realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. There's biographies, testimonies, emails, phone numbers of everybody. We're here to help you. Um, we'll be right back with more of Pat Canone. Now, back to Real Estate Revealed with your host, Randy Barcella. If you're 
like heaven on earth can't take my eyes off of you. You're too good to be true. And I can't sing at all, everybody. Uh, but I can dance. Welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. In fact, I got a lot of dancers in the studio. Paula Avenham did a dance video. Kimberly dances. Uh, no, the guys don't dance. No, no, don't <laughs> dance. Don't dance. Uh, very poorly. But uh, Pat Canone was going over some great t- uh, tips on should I rent or should I buy. Should I rent or should I buy? Yeah. So before the break, we were discussing that rents are going through the roof, and we expect that to continue to happen. Again, supply and demand, as well as inflationary pressures. Uh, beyond that, um, prior to the break, I was mentioning the that um, when you're paying your mortgage, you're actually building equity. So, you know, uh, parlaying on what Kimberly was uh, discussing earlier, that's also a long-term savings plan for you that provides you with wealth creation without even thinking about it. Beyond that, home ownership, as we all know, creates and gives you a sense of freedom. You can do whatever you please to your home within reason. Obviously, if you're within a um, an association, you have to adhere to their uh, bylaws. But if it's your own home, single-family home, it's it's up to you what you want to do with that home. Hey, but, Pat. Yeah. Also, I think it's important to note right now that um, with interest rates being at historically low levels, I mean, if it's ever something you're thinking about doing in the future... I mean, why not do it right now? Because you're going to lock in that rate for potentially 30 years. And that's a great point. Uh, Brad and I were discussing before the show, rates are still at historically low levels. And yes, they are out, they are up a bit, but my goodness, uh, you know, rates, rates in the low around threes three and a half for six for the or past seven 18 years months. now. I mean, yeah. they may yeah. go down to 2.875. They may go to 3.753. That fluctuation is nothing. You're in the threes. That's huge. Absolutely. So- you know, what I say is if you plan on being in a specific area for three to five years, you should seriously, seriously consider purchasing. I'm going to devote another show in the near future on the uh, waiting versus buying now. But uh, uh, beyond that, if you are thinking of uh, leaving the area, of course, then it may make sense to rent first. Or if you're unfamiliar with the area, you're new to the Chicagoland area or the specific area that you're uh, Taking a look at, yeah, it makes sense to maybe rent for a year to take a look and see where you want to live. Um, uh, But more positive reasons to purchase as well is the tax deductibility. You have the ability, depending on your income level and the type of deductions that you normally take, to uh, get a tax break with that. And Pat, Uh, looks like you got a nice list here for everybody listening on the benefits of uh, buying versus renting. But how could they get a hold of you? Absolutely. I do have a calculator that I can do that will utilize and show you what makes sense for your specific situation. Call me or text me at patcanone.com. That's C-A-N-N-O-N-E. And my phone number is 630-965-8138. Again, that's 630-965-8138. My phone is tethered to my hip. Give me a call or text me. And we are all working today. We're all available today. This is not a recorded show. We are your local show with your local host. And speaking of co-hosts, i got to thank the ones uh, who are part of the show but are not here today, but they will be here next week. Sandra Wright, realtor from Chicago Properties. Vincent Arricchio, the premier commercial and residential attorney. Mark McKenna, realtor from Baird & Warner. Kim Alden, realtor and principal at Compass. Lena Mataria, realtor from Keller Williams Preferred Orland Park. And Charles Belfontaine, inspector and owner of Chicago Land Home Inspections. And, of course, Pete Weldon, the great inspect, uh, producer here for many years at AM560. And you know me, I do a lot of inspirational quotes on Facebook. And here's a few for you to end the show. Appreciate where you are in your journey. Even if it's not where you want to be, 
every season serves its purpose. And you know what? This is an important one here. You're doing far better than you give yourself enough credit for. Take a moment today to count your blessings. You truly are a resilient, unstoppable, and dynamic spirit. And lastly, don't wait for things to get better. Life will always be complicated. Learn to be happy right now today. Otherwise, you'll run out of time. Um, I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. Thank you so much for making us your Sunday habit. Get out to the website, realestaterevealed.com. And I've also got videos of everybody in the studio today on Real Estate Revealed on Facebook. Thank you so much. Be well. Make it a great week. And I can't wait to see you next Sunday morning right here on AM 560.